My mom always asked me for my Brussels sprouts recipe and I don't, I don't have the Brussels sprouts <laughs> recipe. She's always like, how do you get them so crispy? I'm like, I don't, I don't think I do. I struggle with Brussels. I don't know what to tell her. I can, I can give her one. I've gotten pretty good at making I mean, I just, any, I'm like, just use cast iron, the really hot cast yeah. iron. Yeah. Really hot cast iron. And then you douse with balsamic at the very end. Mm, I'll tell her that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make your steak soon. And I might, I remember most of it, but I might ask you to type something out for me. I will. Okay, I've done it many times. I, want I know that every- annoys you, but no, it doesn't. To- I am. I want everyone to cook their to meat experience. correctly. You can always ask me yes. about red meat cooking, particularly Thanks. steak. It's like, that's mm-hmm. how I feel about television too. Like I will always give people yeah. my login. I'll always yes. rewatch something with someone. I'll always tell you how to cook steak in a cast iron. Um, that's just things that, as that I believe there are human rights. <laughs> Access to good one, television one man's and opinion. good steak. Y'all, Carly told me that she had a surprise for me, and it's a foam finger, and it's blue, and it says number one. And I'm it's wearing, we'll, sh- we'll post a picture, obviously, but yes. I'm wearing full Panther gear. I've got t-shirt, all. hat, I've got those oh my God. cute, sexy <laughs> How little- I just now notice that? <laughs> That's like, what I was talking about. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't like, I, I obviously saw them, but I wasn't like, that's so weird. <laughs> I'm surprised too. Monica is really natural. To, I'm wearing those stickers under my eyes, the black football like <laughs> strip things. They're extremely noticeable. Monica <laughs> feels like they just really blended into me as a person. Didn't notice Yeah, that's them. very natural. But I also ordered a foam finger on the internet. I couldn't find a panther <laughs> one. Lame. Um, but it looks like one. And I wanted a yellow one since so much of my gear is blue. I thought it would pop mm. nicely. But the yes. yellow one was $8 and the blue one was 5 so. Well, this isn't my official surprise, but I did curl my hair. Which Yay! I am one step closer to... It looks good. Thank you. I like, I killed one side. The other side's a little, little crunchy, but um, we're going to get there. It's the summer is my goal. It's only February. Yes, we got by time. Fe- by summer, I'm, I'm going to have the best curled hair you've ever seen in your damn life. I like mm-hmm. that you're doing the hair because I'm not going to be able to figure out how to curl my hair for a while because I have like no hair right now, as y'all right, see in the right. picture. That's not true. I have hair. <laughs> uh, I just have very little of it right now. Right. But oh my gosh, you and, um, you and Blake the... should do a little she's the man situation. Yes! <laughs> I will go. She's talking about my brother. So I look a lot. I don't know if we've posted a picture with my short hair. So maybe we just need to update you guys really quickly. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hi. I did officially like buzz my hair. Um, it's not like bald, like cancer bald. I but it was thinning from my chemo. I it shouldn't like all come out really counting on that. <laughs> yeah. um, at this point, there's only three more rounds. And I've still got, like, a good amount up here. I think yeah. it'll be fine. Although there's a good amount on this hat right now. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely, like, it's just the sides with it where it's coming off, which is why I'm like, why don't I just buzz it and do the mohawk thing? Yeah. 
Um, I mean, you do what you want, but I'm all about the buzz. I think because I'm all buzz about that buzz. About it just looks buzz. more intentional. Yeah, and um, and also I'm gonna start growing it out soon once I'm finished with chemo in um, end of March, early April. Guys, is when I'm supposed to be wrapping this shit up. Yes. Um, and then once then after that, I'm gonna be intensively growing my hair back out. And right. wouldn't I want to start it from all the same? length anyways i uh, feel like it'll be weird right. to try and grow it out like this what did you do last time oh well you lost it all. i had it like full time. bald 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 right 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 um but anyways i I'm didn't forget a- that i was just thinking <laughs> about your old like your short hair and then i was like, right oh yeah yeah um yeah but i'm wearing a panther a big panther hat right now my panther yeah. shirt those black under eye things and i've got a fun foam finger yes. i just had my reagan's jersey on classic and her curled hair and my curl down. Which, if y'all remember, our goals are right. to learn how to do our makeup and curl our hair properly, like adults. So women. this is perfect, Carly. So you're going to learn makeup. Yeah. And I've, you kind of already have. And I'm kind of doing And it. then we'll switch. Yes. Once your hair grows back. But I'm still perfect. working from, like, the sample products that the lady sent me. So I need to, like, officially mm. order the, like, full okay. version of time. these products. I did try a different color eyeshadow the other day. Didn't look mm. great. <laughs> I was like, okay, like it was lime green. It was like a hunter, a dark hunter green. Oh, it was green. Ended up looking a little hookerish, but also it looked better in person. I think it was. I'm judging myself. My only human interactions during the day are like my Zoom meetings. It looked hookery on the Zoom camera, so that's maybe not a good judgment. Speaking of hookery, there's a great show called afterlife with ricky gervais on netflix and he befriends this prostitute and she's like sex worker sex worker. <laughs> every time he calls her a hooker or a prostitute i'm a sex worker speaking of ricky gervais i was just crying at this adorable <laughs> video so uh sometimes this is a ritual that i like to practice i suggest it to other people but it does sound weird um, there is a slight beauty in wait and starting off your day with a good cry. Sometimes I like mm. to wake up in the morning, especially on the weekends, and I'll just sit in bed watching the dodo videos and like weeping. <laughs> what are the dodo videos? The dodo, um, the dodo, they're like all rescue animal videos. Oh, um, yeah. you can follow That'll them on Facebook it. and stuff. Yeah, you've seen them. It's like the yeah, little yeah. bird or whatever. They're kind of like a BuzzFeed page, but the it's dodo just bird. animals. Um, gotcha. And there's a video of Ricky Gervais and his wife um, were fostering a kitty in quarantine and they named it Pickle. And then they ended up like falling in love with him. But it's just a video of Ricky Gervais like finding, like being in love with his cat all over the house. And he's just like, look at her. Look how beautiful she is. She's beautiful. (laughs) She's like playing on the banister. He's like, you're going to fall. Anyways, it's an adorable video. I suggest looking up content of Ricky and his cat Pickle. Yeah, and start your day off with a yes. good cry. He has adopted Pickle for, for good, so. Mm, good. good. I'm glad that Pickle has found Pickle. her home or his home. Her home. I was talking to my cousin um, about when I eventually, like, am settled in a home and have a dog to my own, to myself. <laughs> a dog <laughs> to my was, own. <laughs> to my own. What kind and of dog will about, you get? Okay, so I really want a border collie mixed with a small poodle. Ooh, so a boodle or a, a it's a board doodle board doodle I love mm-hmm. all the doodle mixes they're great yes that's Low my dream allergenic 
Yes. But if it's too expensive, maybe I'll try to do a rescue thing as long as it's hyperallergenic and I'll just get like a cute mutt. But, I mean, I'm a big fan of the rescue, but I will eventually yeah. want at least one dog because I do have like a dream breed and I will eventually mm. want like one bred dog, what but I will always breed? have rescues. I want a Dalmatian. I've always. Oh, nice. Always. Do you want 101 or just like one? I mean, I would prefer 101, mm-hmm. but they'll probably only let me have one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but I was talking about what I want to name him or her. And I was like, I've always wanted to name him like a character. Like Albus would be cute. Like Albus Dumbledore. Call him Al. Al. But the, and then I said, I really like Atticus for a name, but Jake Hall's dog's name Atticus. And she was like, and then I go, I've never said that out loud. That is so ridiculous that I don't <laughs> think I could name a dog Atticus because Jake Gyllenhaal's dog Well, I'll is give named you Atticus. a reason to name it Atticus. You know, Kelsey's cat is named Atticus. No. Yes. Sweet. Okay. Atticus. Cool. Um, oh, shoot. She's going to listen to this and be mad. I can't remember his whole full name. It's not Atticus Finch. It, it, it is named after Atticus Finch, but he has like a, a multiple crypto. It's like Cryptopocalypse Atticus or something. I can't remember. <laughs> Atticus he's, Cryptocurrency. Yes. But, um, mm-hmm. and she's had him as long as I've had Juno. So, um, and she's about to, Juno's about to turn eight. Wow. So Atticus, Dang, Atticus is there. a great, you'd be naming him, him or her after a legend. Atticus. True. Atticus is quite because the little kitten. Albus is really cute, but I don't love Albus Dumbledore. Like he's a little controversial. Right, he's a little edgy. Mind. I've yeah. always wanted to have a cat named Minerva McGonagall. Oh, Minerva Professor would be cute. McGonagall. But, yeah. yeah, Minerva would have to be a cat, not a dog. I know. And yeah. but I mean, eventually I'll be able to have a cat, but not until Juno passes. <laughs> she's sitting right next to me. She doesn't know she's going to die one day. Right. We we haven't had that dog yet. Honestly, I'm not uh, quite uh, quite ready. Gripping that oh, as well. Yeah, of course not. Although this birthday, oh man, I've officially, she switched to the senior like insurance plan at the vet. Oh, sweet. But luckily pit bulls live like forever, like until they're 15. So oh, wow. we've got a lot of good years and there's only really one true thing that's on her bucket list that we haven't done yet. She didn't write her bucket list. I wrote it for her, but I assume she wants to see the ocean. I really want her to see the ocean. Yeah. So, um, I was actually just thinking about that today. I was like, damn, this summer, after all this like cancer bullshit, I mean, last last time after cancer, I did a lot of life affirming things for like many mm-hmm. years, some dangerous and reckless. True. <laughs> this time, I think I just want to do the Juno Ocean thing and take a road trip to oh, LA. Love that. And let you know, I Juno love that see idea. the ocean. I don't have to worry about you. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'll definitely probably go bungee jumping again, but I'll do a mm, lot get- less... Um, of the sort of reckless life affirming partying that I did after cancer last Mm, time yes yes we're those (laughs) we'll we'll skip that wait what what is this from my discotheque days are mostly behind me (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I don't need recognize that one but I assume it's from the office no it's from Gilmore Girls it's Christopher to Miss Patty when Miss Patty's like how are you liking Stars Hollow like you must be bored out of your mind he's like oh my discotheque days Days are mostly mostly behind me me. nice (laughs) Love it. So, Carly, highlights of season one. What are some of your fave memes? <sighs> okay. Let's see. Landry and Tyra finally becoming friends. And we had to wait most yes. of the season for that. But that all of their moments are my favorite. And yes. Landry just becoming a season regular. True. 
Um, I really mean highlights of our show, though. Oh, of our lives and our show. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. So many. (laughs) Definitely our first cast interview with Brad Leland when I was in spinal rehab. And I was, that was, if y'all remember, like really, really isolated. There was a COVID outbreak on my floor. So like I... Everyone who was even in my room had to be in full mask gown. And that was just my doctors. No one else was allowed. <laughs> um, right. So I was like really isolated and like feeling a little bummed yeah. about the whole thing of like learning how to walk again. Um, and our podcast having that huge bump early on, it was just so encouraging. It set the pace. It was so much fun. He was such a delight and such an awesome yeah. first person to have on our show. And he's been fo- following up after that interview. We've had multiple email back and forths and things like that. We still don't know. He possibly sent the hats that I'm that the hats to us I'm, that right. I'm wearing right now. We think possibly. he sent those to us. We've never confirmed, um, but that was an awesome way to sort of kick off this show. And then yeah. obviously Scott Porter's cameo video that he did for us. That was. Yeah so special and y'all he just also, liked one Carly, of our instagram posts that's a big deal he did skittish kid come skittish on the show kid. we love you i when you were you know going through <clears throat> your rehab i thought she's never gonna walk again <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i wish we had made that joke more i know right we'll continue i loved um out. yes i loved clipping out those lila moments get a glass of beer if you get a glass of beer if you want <laughs> oh we love her um we do let's see other highlights i loved all of our guests um mm-hmm. but i personally had so much fun with our guest jay johnson yeah i just feel like that was really fun to have someone kind of from our childhood life in texas mm-hmm. um I just felt like we were little giggle monsters and that was a really, really fun episode to record. We're going to have more people or at least one more from that world on season two, which will be fun. Yes. It'll be a fun. Re- Y'all, we're reconnecting with one of Carly's exes. <gasps> one of my first loves. Um, yes. I believe we've talked about him on a show, but uh, if y'all remember Monica's first kiss was backstage. We were mm. in that acting company. It was my true love from those days. So we're pretty mm-hmm. excited, but we won't spoil. I didn't anymore. kiss her true love. That was a little misleading. We never flip flopped. No, we didn't. Oh, oh, mm. right. But we were like a. Oh <laughs> no, no, no! I'm not saying we flip flopped, but I'm saying you you wanted my boyfriend for a little bit. I did. He was cute. Yeah, yeah. I was a thirst. I've always been a thirsty girl, y'all. Sorry. You told me that um, you were in the alcove and it was dark, and you asked for someone to hold your hand, wanting Kyle to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm such a bitch. but yes we're having someone on from from those days uh that we're really excited about um i think my final and most favorite moment of all was from our intro episode when i wasn't recording and we had to do it all over again i know i loved that as well because it was just so 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 real yeah it was so raw (laughs) Yes. I do miss the Dr. Peppers. I forgot I was going to go to the store and um, get a Dr. Pepper for this episode, but oh, yeah. I kind of didn't really feel like one. Yes. I'll get a I know. little curly and um, I can pretend. I loved recording in Connecticut and going down to our yeah. basement 
and my parents being like, okay, we're going to bed. Like you're talking for three hours. And then my mom was like, wait, y'all are doing every single episode. I was like, yeah, yes. <laughs> and oh, I, I loved all of our guests obviously, but we, I had a lot of fun with Sarah Caroline cause she's a good yes, friend. That was a super yes. fun one. And she's coming back season two. So that'll be fun. Yeah. We're excited to have her back on. Yeah. Okay. What were your so, favorite moments? Why well, those? That's what I like. Those. Yeah. Those. Those <laughs> so I've been tracking our ratings for every app and I'm sure state is going to make it on the list. Um, yeah. So this is without state, but number five was best laid plans. Last oh. episode. Great one. Such a good episode. Number four was changes. Face. And then pilot in season one, episode 11, never mind, were tied. With Royce Johnson. That was with Royce. Mm-hmm. Yes, y'all loved Royce. We're going to have him back yes. on, don't worry. We are. And then number that was one a great was. Episode. It was. Number one was Mudbowl. Mudbowl. Yeah. Classic. Classic. That is one of my all time favorites and will remain as such. Yes. As so is good. this episode. As is State. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, For so, so many reasons. Before we dive in, I have my surprise. (gasps) So two of our favorite characters on the show are Miss Tammy and Mr. Landry. And I had so many clips from them that I made them a little super cut. So we have a Landry cut. You made a super cut. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. So we have a Tammy one, we have a Landry one, and then we just have a general one. So wasn't a very good burp. What do you want to hear first? I want to hear Tammy first because I want I'm most excited about Landry and I want to hear it's last. Okay, we'll do Tammy and then miscellaneous and then Landry. Okay, perfect. All right, here we go. If you know are comfortable, I haven't even told him yes yet. Okay, good. I mean, oh, hi. She tries to key on Denny, eight in the box. Honey, will you just think about something else? Let's talk. What do you want me to think about? There's things going on in the world. Honey, if that isn't Buddy Garrity at the door, I swear to God, I'm going right now and getting out your new deer rifle. This is yes. a very important dinner. It's very important to your father. It's important for his career. His career pays for all those nice things that you always ask for that you like for him to buy for you. You don't have to sit down, have popcorn, watch movies with him. <laughs> I don't like your tone. I don't like your sarcasm. Yeah, I don't understand what I'm even doing. Tyra, Tyra Tyra looks like from Ivory Tower. From yes. Ivory Tower, girl. You're not hanging out with Tyra Colette anymore. <laughs> That's <Not> it. <gasps> oh, what a note to end on, too. From what a queen. Ivory Tower. So something from about her, Tower, like, uh, decibel. Uh, like her grit. The- yeah, yes. the way she delivers that line is like unforgettable. I can hear the like exact inflection. Yeah, so good. My Love it. girl. I hope to one All day right. yell at my own daughter in such a powerful way. In such a way. <laughs> All right, here is just a general supercut of season one. Yay! Hi. Right. E- evening, coach. Wait, wait, wait. Is that a members only jacket? Uh, yeah, what do you think? You think it's okay? Hey, Matt, how are you? Come on I'm in. fine. How, how you doing, man? Great. You look nice. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is Julie here? Is she ready? Hey, Matt. Uh, uh, hi. 
that we revisited doo-doo because I had forgotten. I didn't even write a doo-doo joke down. I know. What's God. happening? What you, who I even, am I? <laughs> All right. Love it. Our final one. Our love. The love of our lives. The love. Mr. Landry Clark. Of our lives. Lives. You know what? That's just what I do. You know, I, I pry, pry. <laughs> I wheedle. Even when I get a little crazy sometimes, I, I can joke. Yeah, but mostly... You I can joke. Well, it's as easy as this. You want to stop? You ask Julie out on a date. What? I'm, I'm, I'm really starting to worry about you. Because you've obviously <laughs> got the mojo. But you just don't really know how to do that. You know what I'm talking about? I really, I really have no idea what you're talking about. What you need is to get the eye of the tiger. Maybe this better work. It will. Okay, I promise. Nothing says, I'm sorry, like a mixed CD. I'm a little bit worried about the Bob Dylan. I mean, you got to try to save this entry. Hey. <laughs> Hold on one second. You know what, everybody? To Tyra. Everybody. Thank you. Tyra. Thank you. I'm in your house right now with you and strippers. <laughs> and just God bless everyone who enters. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. We, we can cancel out Mega, I believe. Okay, man. First off, um... You gotta act like you've been to just a million strip clubs. Like, see her, like naked ladies, that's no big deal. Coach loves you. All right, you, you are, you are his little engine that could, okay? You're his sea biscuit. Well, Matt, there's no reason to blame the couture, just because you can pull it off. That's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, you want to sing this one? Yeah. I mean, for tips, Matt, these, these women are out here working hard, right? I mean, were, were you just, were you born in a barn, Matt? Just go, just go. You want nachos? Carl, not, not too tight. Please. All right, okay. I'm going to look all frayed when I go and see my lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Landry. Yes, slow clap for Landry. Ugh. Wait, which was your favorite Land- Landry line? Oh, gosh. Um, I love when he asks for any singles and he's like, you want any nachos? <laughs> you want nachos? <laughs> you want any nachos? Um, no, but I think that last one's probably my favorite. Yeah. I don't want to be all frayed when I go and see my lady. Mine is, um, which a line that I wish I need to now incorporate more into my daily life, but the mm. don't blame the couture just cause you couldn't pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I love good. it. Oh, uh, we love it. We, what a great season. Love it. This has been an awesome season. Thank you to all of you guys yeah. for listening. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my highlight of season one is just starting this podcast, you know? I know. Same. It's just like the whole podcast. And I'm so freaking pumped because we just have, we only have, it's only going to get better from here. And I say that for a number of reasons, but mostly because season two opener is one of my all time favorite episodes. I don't know why, or I mean, I'll figure out why, and then we'll tell you guys about it when we do the episode. But I, I like it too. Love that episode. There's some. I think it's like my personal associations or the the whole Texas summary feel of it. Yeah. But I'm so yep. excited to get deeper into this show. Me too. And I just love a like a season change. Like everyone yeah. has haircuts. Everyone's like yes. like we we take like a three month break from them, and then we get to see kind of where they are. Budget and... gets upped a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yes. It's gonna be great. And as we'll get into in this episode. Mm-hmm. We are about to get a pregnant Tammy, which <laughs> let me tell you, she only gets hotter. The bigger she gets, <laughs> she is the a- hotter she gets. Yes. What I is, only um, love her more. What does Gil say to Elaine? You're some fallopian goddess. Oh, something. fallopian princess. And then they're yes. like, that's a great album. <laughs> or no, prenatal nevermind. That's when they're... Prenatal nevermind. Yeah. Right, which right, is right. honestly that it is. I think that would be a good album. I do too. We'll make it. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're going to go record prenatal. Never mind. Okay. We'll see you in a little bit. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, Let's y'all. do a little fact checking before we yes, dive Yes, we in. have some facts that we need to check. But yes. we already checked them. So I was listening to our episode with Brock, and I realized we were talking about things that are like emotional, and we were talking about like, this is us. And I caught this Creek. too on a re-listen. Yes. He was talking about Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist which is a new show. I thought he was saying Nick and Nora's and I was like, oh, from the same era as FNL. And so I just I wanted thought, to clarify. I thought the same thing in the moment. There's what, there's a lot of media about infinite playlists. Oh, right. And it's not even extraordinary. It's infinite playlists. You're right. Nick and Nora's infinite playlist. And then Zoe's extraordinary playlist. But aren't there even more than just those two with similar with a similar name? Maybe. It's a popular thing. Yeah. But I it's made the same thing. confusion in the moment and then later was listening and I was like, or looking at, I was actually looking at the, um, not Grammy, um, freaking the nominations for the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes. Thank you. And I was like, oh shit, that's what he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we also talked about the origins of resting on one's laurels, which yes. was a coach Taylorism. And we were like, isn't it old, old, like biblical? And that's close. It is like ancient Greece, which we should have known because Laurel is like the headdress, those like Greek, Roman, like yes, leaf and so um, mm-hmm. And, you know, with the whole, you know, how they started the whole Olympics thing and the laurels, that was, you know, kind of their thing. Yes. But okay. this says to rest on one's laurels means to be satisfied with one's past accomplishments and not put forth any further efforts. In ancient Greece, the laurel was a plant that was sacred to the god Apollo. Laurel wreaths were awarded to the winning athletes in the Pythian Games, held in honor of the god Apollo every four years, which then later was the Olympics, which honestly is one of my... Well, I've talked maybe on this show about how obsessed I am with the Olympics before, but um, one of my favorite things about humans in general <laughs> is the Olympics and the history of the Olympics. Mm, I think it's so it's cool. freaking cool. 
Yeah. I love it. Um, well, I feel like it's one of the oldest like traditions we still do. Exactly. Except you know, for like making so cool. fire. Right. Um, but <laughs> it's weird that I talked iron. about how I know what laurels are and that whole thing with, and I couldn't just like connect those dots <laughs> on my own it's okay. um, about the laurels. But yep, that's from the olden days Olympics. Love it. Okay. We have two more. So we talked about the FNL sketch with Amy Schumer and it is Comedy Central. Um, okay. And it's her like inside Amy Schumer show. Oh, so. okay. And finally, we we made a little FNL fail. You guys. FNL fail, y'all. We made, we made a boo-boo and it we're happened. sorry. They happen. Um, so our friend from high school, Jordan, who's a listener of this show, uh, she reached out to us. We made a comment about Mormonism in episode 16. Um, that was not correct. Um, and she just wanted us to talk about this on the show. She said, we are super misrepresented in media. So I wanted to take the chance to clarify that our religion is actually centered on Jesus Christ. The official name of our church is the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mormon is a nickname we are trying to move away from as a minority religion. We're constantly battling misinformation. So I just thought you guys would want to know. And then dance and Jesus are all, are definitely all I need. Ha ha. Which I love because she's an amazing dancer. <laughs> she is. Um, yeah. So literally guys call us out. Yes, Tell us please do. We, we want to learn. Always, we want to be better. Yeah, we want to learn. And more importantly, we want to be able to make a public correction so that the people that listen to the show also learn. And yeah. I also particularly want to apologize for that boo-boo. I have a lot of Mormons and Mormon culture in my life. Uh, two of my best friends are from Las Vegas. There's a huge Mormon culture there. And I've learned an enormous amount of it through being their friends um, and about growing up in that world and I have more knowledge of it than the average person sitting next to me on the bus, I feel like. And I, I really regret that mistake. Average person sitting next to me <laughs> on the bus. I just feel like I just yes. happen to have two friends who grew up like really deep in right. that community. And I and yes. I should have known better. We should have known better. Yes. So that's why yeah, let us know if we ever make a boo-boo. And that's why we always do this fact check. We love yeah. we love facts. We love learning. We love yes. sharing. And what we say learned. stupid shit all the time. And um, we always want to say sowie if we did something (laughs) wrong. Yeah, we want to say my bad. Our bad, y'all. We want to say say from the bottom of my heart. My bad. My bad. (laughs) Anyway, so without further ado, y'all, let's let's go to state. Let's go to frickin' state. Let's go to frickin' state. So guys, this episode came out April 11th, 2007. And the IMDb synopsis is the Panthers gear up for the state championship as the rumor about Coach Taylor spreads. Meanwhile, Tammy receives some news. Some news. Some news. A BB. A wee little bubby. A wee little bubba. Which we will dig into. But um, yeah, I guess that's a decent synopsis. Uh, A little sparse, but it's pretty much what happens. (laughs) I don't want to read more than that. So that's fine. Um, but yeah, this was a great episode. There's a lot more packed into it than that synopsis entails. We get yes. a little peek into all of our favorite characters and mm-hmm. most importantly, and more fun than in any other episode, we get to see them all in a car together, which is ideal. <laughs> yes. I, this episode, I mean, it's so quintessential Friday Night Lights to me. I love yes. it so much. There's so many aspects of it and 
when they were just in the car jamming a Lady Marmalade, I was like, I know. they were just so carefree. And I just want to be in that car with them right now. Like, yes. The, like, just shoulder one, to shoulder, no masks. And just. Yeah. Someone farted like uh, yeah. <laughs> Matt's grandma said. I know. I just. Those are <sighs> obviously. I mean, everyone has like their life car moments, like whether it's yes. like a deep late night car talk or like mm-hmm. a tearful car fight. We've all had car fights. Yes. Uh, why is it that everyone always fights in the car? It's like something about the contained, you like, yeah, yeah, you can't go away. <laughs> can't There's go no away. escape. Um, but also some of the most fun jamming car times, especially in high school. Ugh, all you're worried yeah. about is like art class your tomorrow, test tomorrow or like whether yeah. or not it's going to rain and you're going to wear your long sleeve under your jumper. <laughs> but this episode in particular loved- has this like feeling about it that I love so much. It, it's kind of like episode, I mean, they sort of go on location in this episode, but it's kind of like TV episodes where they uh, go on location and it's exciting. Yeah. They're somewhere different. Everything looks and feels different, but particularly this, cause we all remember what it feels like to be going on a high school trip, whether it's for a sports game or, or something else. And that feeling yeah. of like getting to campus early, getting on the bus, you have your bags oh, packed yes. and uh, like the hotel rooms mm, uh, with yes. all of your like high school buddies um that feeling is just so fun and exciting so and visceral. they captured that really well in this episode and when you're watching it you just totally get kicked back into that and i love yes loved it loved it i love that we always um secured our bus buddy like months in advance oh like, my gosh yeah if i hadn't secured someone like it'd be like oh, shoot like who's left and they're like i yeah. don't think you know so-and-so has a partner i'm like okay i gotta secure that in spanish it's monica like, and i were almost always put in the same hotel room together like they just knew yeah, there were no knew. other options for us right <laughs> it was like monica and i and then we're like okay who are we gonna get put with <laughs> right who's gonna be our third and fourth yeah. yeah and no matter who it was it was always fun there's just nothing there's it's i know and it was there's so nothing fun, when not you, fun about being in a hotel room in a hotel as a kid school, yeah. and like when you're it was fun when like you got placed with someone you're like not that good of friends with you're like oh it's gonna be awkward and then you like bond yes. and you become friends with them and, i know i was trying to think if we ugh. had any fun high school trip not just stories in general. We have too many of those. Oh, gosh. We have so many. I mean, like, hotel room, uh, high school mm, trip stories. Oh, well, I think um, the teachers were mad at me and, like, Meredith and a few other people I just for talking too much and stuff. So I think they intentionally put us in a room where there was only two tiny beds and there was, like, six of us. <laughs> and so we had to, like, I literally remember I was holding like my, the I was stiff-arming the wall. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I was stiff-arming the wall so I wouldn't fall out of the bed because it was, like, three girls in like a full Which bed. Which trip was that? I think it was the eighth grade um, toe trip, which guys toe was Trojan outdoor experience. Yes. I think we've said that on the podcast before. It was I just like just the program in our high school or at our whole school that you would do trips through. It's like a wilderness trip. Yeah. That's a more general. My favorite. I think I have two favorites. I think in middle school when we did the Fredericksburg trip, yes, which is like fun. the quintessential like go learn about Texas trip at our school. But for whatever reason, we were in a Motel 8. I, do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and all the boys got in trouble because they all went into the same room. This is seventh grade, so it'll make sense after knowing that. Um, also, I had... That was the only time I'd ever broken a bone until I broke my hand a few years ago, but 
we don't count that mm. for a number of reasons. No. Um, the only time I ever broke a bone in a track meet, I had fallen over a hurdle like the day before and my arm oh, was in yeah. a sling and we left for Fredericksburg. I remember sling sling from yeah. the tables of my heart we were probably listening to that song in the hotel room exactly um, but all the boys got in trouble because they went into the same room and like got super high on sodas and stuff from the vending machine <laughs> and all i mean you know how in middle school like you super do. hyper oh yeah yeah um and they like all watched porn together and oh, uh, someone, I think, like punched a hole through the wall, you know, like seventh grade boy stuff. But everyone made Yikes. fun of them for doing that forever and ever. Um, but I just I really remember that. that Motel 8 very oh, vividly. Wait. We're forgetting the best bus moment when oh, all no. of the girls cried in the back of the bus because we all made up with each other in eighth grade. Do you remember that? Okay, Carly. Eighth grade, the same trip was when I was punished in the hotel room. We all was it were DC? Kind of like having, we spent a lot of time on buses when we went to Washington, it was, D.C. No, it was a tow trip. Oh, okay. So we all were <gasps> talking I know. about... Yes. I remember this. I, we all this started was having when like I had deep, cactus butt. Yes. We all started having like deep conversations <laughs> and that led to like, I need to apologize to that person. And so all the girls started apologizing for just like the oh random drama stuff. And then we were like crying and hugging. Yes, and finally, and the teachers <laughs> turned on the lights of the bus and goes, what is going on back there? <laughs> We're like it's re- it's really good. It's really cathartic. Like, sir, like we we're have all a lot of emotions. Here. We're in eighth yeah. grade, and we're all been really mean to each other. <laughs> yes, it was. It was oh, so man. perfect. That, wow, I, that's. Oh, I cannot believe I had forgotten that. I think I yes. want to replace that as my favorite. Y'all, I had cactus butt because if you remember that mm-hmm. line from Lion King, cactus butt. <laughs> that same trip, we had gone on a silent hike. You're supposed to mm-hmm. reflect on yourself and nature. Right. And the way you've been mean to your girlfriends. Yeah. It's probably right after. I, yeah. It was right after yeah. that hike. Um, and then while everyone's reflecting on who they are as a person and what they value about nature and the world. Uh, meanwhile, I'm looking at Monica and I pick up this dead piece of cactus off the ground and put it on my ass. And I'm like, Monica, cactus boy. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> Monica dies laughing because it was hilarious. Of course. Um dead cacti retain their needles (laughs) and it was one of those with all the tiny like invisible hair like ones and I had it in my butt for forever and I remember the whole hike and you couldn't talk yes and I was like miss mine miss mine she was like shh it's a silent hike I was like you're like okay yeah it was the worst um and then a certain certain girl on the on the bus would not let me Mm. use her duct tape to get it out of my butt but I'm sure we cried bleep it out of course. Um, yeah. But I'm sure she cried and apologized for it when we had our catharsis. Right. I'm sure. But yeah. Well, final we quick love... story. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. From that trip. And then we'll, we'll move on. Another one cute one is that, well, so we all were sleeping in these like groups of tents and one of the tents was like calling my name and they came over. They're like, will you sing to us? Like before Aww. they like went to bed. And so oh, I, I was like, that. Okay, but I was like, I don't know what to sing. And they were like, sing Reflection by Mulan. So I sang <laughs> Reflection to the campsite before bed. <laughs> that is, it was really the sweet. most like quintessential of our middle school experience thing I've ever heard. Yes, it is. Uh, well, I love it. But okay. yeah, so basically, we can all remember <laughs> fondly high school and middle school uh, trips. trips. I don't think that mm. the Panther Boys had 
similar moments, but they're pretty focused on their football playing. I don't know. True. Maybe one of these days we'll have one of the football players from our high school on this show and they can tell us some funny stories about what it was like in the boys' hotel rooms on those Oh my God. Trips. Yeah. <laughs> Although Yikes. maybe we don't want to know. Yeah, I was about to say. All right, let's do some Texas things. Texas things. Texas is a place I didn't love to be. Well, we had a lot of Texas in this episode, but I didn't have a ton of like specific same things. Um, but the biggest one that I had was just the and one of my favorite moments of the episode, but the parade through town after winning state. Yes. That's oh, pretty That was Texas. so cool. Yeah. I and it was it. a sweet moment and we got some freaking devil town. Yes, we did. Um but yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. And we've already just covered this extensively. I said the big coach buses made me think of Toe. Yes. Which now, now you know. <laughs> well, those those big coach buses, uh, yeah, as mm. they're like loading up. And just all the talk yeah. about like, well, I got to go get to the bus. Like, I remember it yeah. always being chaos before. I mean, I'm now <laughs> yes. as an adult, like trying to wrangle high schoolers to get all their shit, all their parents' release forms signed forms. and yeah. all of the equipment and everything onto the bus, I'm sure was a nightmare. But... That's plenty of that. Um, okay, also the pep rally. That was pretty yes. Texas. It was. I wish we had outdoor pep rallies. I know. I thought the same thing. Ours were always yeah. in the gym, which is fun. But I liked yeah. that big outdoor stage and it looked fun. Like there were hot It was kind of tailgate yeah. Like, yeah. There was. It seemed so like fun. there was more food involved, which I would have been yes. into. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing I... The last thing I had was just like going to Dallas. That's cool. Uh, yes. Dallas is, you know, quintessential Texas. Although, disclaimer for Monica and I, as Fort Worthians, yes, we have a we little don't like bit. Dallas. Yeah, there's a vendetta between Fort Worth and Dallas. We're yes. like the down home, nice, small town mm-hmm. charm, even though Fort Worth is actually one of the top 10 biggest Ginormous. cities in the nation. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't feel that way, though. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't have that feel. Yeah. And Dallas are like the stuck-up plastic surgery booger right. sugar babies. Big booger sugar <laughs> babies. <laughs> and also, what's cool, I, I went to a strip last night that like there's all these new places that I've never seen in my whole life. Like in Even Dallas? more so than we've... No, no, in Fort Worth. Oh. And the cool thing is a lot of... um. Austin places are coming to Fort Worth. So they're just in Fort Worth and Austin and they're very ah. like similar vibes. And I'm liking the influence. Happening I love here. that. Well, I don't want to yeah. spoil one of my film tidbits, but I will just say that when we went to Dallas this episode, we kind mm-hmm. of didn't. So we didn't even really get to see Dallas that much. Well, but why don't I'll we get, get into, into that film section? Yeah, let's review the tape. Let's do it. All right. This is a little bit of a packed episode. This episode was directed mm-hmm. by Jeffrey Reiner. Of course, we've got to bring in the best of the best of the best. Um, and then it was also written by Peter Berg et al. Um, that doesn't make so much sense audibly. I, I mean, et al. Yeah, as an E-T space A-L. Et, et and all. associated writers. Um, got it. So a couple other peeps. But um, yeah, you got to bring in the big guns for... For the season closer. And then I also had just a fun fact. So after the season wrapped up, again, actually this uh, final episode didn't get a bunch of clout when it aired. I mean, they're 
viewership wasn't huge at the time. Uh, took them a while to grow, as we've talked about before. But this episode in particular didn't get the um, reaction that other episodes like Mud Bowl or the pilot did. So they were a little worried. But it is a great episode and it is a fan favorite now. But at the time, um, the fans didn't react, but they did win awards. So after this season, in 2007 at the Golden Globes, Peter Berg won Outstanding Casting and Best Outstanding Directing for the season one of Friday Night Lights. Wow, that was... in the Emmys? Yes, yeah, sorry, excuse me. Awesome. Um, at the Emmys. Love so it. I thought that was awesome. I, like the casting, obviously, as we've talked about, super incredible. And it's not like yeah. other shows, like they weren't picking big names. Like they were straight up picking for people who fit into this, into these roles and into this world in particular. Some people they were pulling out of nowhere, like Jesse Plemons is from like the tiniest town outside of Austin. And mm-hmm. he wasn't even a season regular until the end of season one. So like they're making really uh, calculated decisions about who is a part of this main cast of characters. And they did a quote unquote outstanding job. Mm, yes. So I loved that. Um, loved hearing that they got recognition. And then, okay, so the tidbit I was talking about, when Tammy and Eric go on the balcony, they are they show the Austin skyline, <laughs> which is such a bummer because Dallas has a really unique skyline because they have this big yeah. giant ball thing. Um, the, what is it called? The revolving tower? I've never known what the restaurant's actually called, but it's a big giant yeah. revolving restaurant it's cool you sit I've never been actually have you I haven't either um it's kind of like uh kitschy that's the word yes like if you're from I wanted to go for my birthday (laughs) yeah I wanted to go for my birthday and I thought it was in Fort Worth (laughs) I was like oh no (laughs) but yeah you can like feel it apparently when you're sitting it's not like a merry-go-round but you can feel it shifting you can feel very very slowly rotating yeah Yeah. um there's an episode of bob's burgers that i love so much i love that show you would really like that show it's really good writing i don't do the animated it's not raunchy i didn't know that okay it's like actually about a sweet family it's like parks and rec it's about nice people it's about a family that loves each other okay that definitely makes me want to watch it more i just still the cartoon thing i'm just i don't do any of the other cartoon raunchy shows and it's not I didn't know this it's not raunchy and it's just about this little family and they all run the diner together um cute I didn't know that um but there's an episode where the the young son and he goes on a date with a girl and it's in a revolving restaurant like that and he's throwing up like literally the entire time (laughs) (laughs) it's really cute but but we missed um our Dallas skyline at the hotel balcony. We did. And weirdly, I could not find, I thought there would be tons of stuff about the filming at the stadium, but I couldn't find anything. I assume that was the Cowboys stadium though. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's the dome. indoor. Yeah. 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 So, um, and that's, that's common for state championships. I remember state championships being played at the Dallas Cowboys stadium. Yeah. Like it definitely, it, I don't know if it still is, but it definitely was when we were in high school because I yeah. think it was like Brownsville and something else mm-hmm. went to state at, yeah, yeah, at the Cowboy Stadium. So that's pretty common. And the Cowboy Stadium is really famous. If you don't know, it's domed. Um, I, Monica I and I like grew it. up. I don't, I don't like it either. But everyone yeah, I like it. outdoor stadiums. I do too. 
But Monica and I grew up really close to there. The fun fact about the Cowboys Stadium is that it's right next door to what Monica and I find to be a much more attractive location, which is Six Flags over Six Texas. Flags. Which is the best Six <laughs> yes. Flags in the nation. And I wrote I rem- my college essay about riding the Titan with Carly because Carly <sighs> made me. So I used to be afraid of roller coasters. Mm-hmm. And Carly did, was like, like we're going to break your habit. Yeah. And so we went to Six Flags. We started s- slow. We did the conquistador. We sat in the middle. Then yeah. we did the high part. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm tracking great. with this. I think then we did Shockwave, which does a flip. Yeah. Pretty big deal. Loop de loop. And I did Batman, which Batman. is the feet dangling one, which is awesome. Love And Batman. then we went to the Titan, which is not anymore, but it used to be the third tallest roller coaster in the freaking world. It's very tall. And it, it's very tall. And very I don't fast. remember the record, but it has a speed record too. Like I almost yeah, I think always it's like eighty miles or like eighty five miles. I black out every time. I think There's you're like right. One part like, it was like out. maybe ninety. For, I'm thinking ninety in my head. Ninety miles. Per yeah, hour or something. It's got to be eighty to ninety in it's that a range. No joke, roller coaster. It's no joke. And when we were going up, I was like, <laughs> Well, she did like, great okay. in line the whole time. She was like, I'm right. ready for this. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. And yes. then the second it was our turn to get down in the seats, she starts freaking out. And I was like, oh, uh, the line is so long. It's like a two hour wait. And I was like, uh uh. Nope. (laughs) And so what Carly did, she put the the belt down because (laughs) you can't escape. You locked me in, which is, I need a friend like that. So we're going up. I'm freaking out. And then I have a blast. And then as we finished, I I made a big speech. Yes. (laughs) One of my favorite moments of Monica's and my friendship ever is this story. Mm -hmm. But she did great the whole, I mean, the way up the giant hill, you know, she was pretty mm. mad at me for locking her in, but I knew she'd be fine. Um, yeah. And then we go on the roller coaster and we pull in to the, after the final thing. And, you know, it's like jerks to a stop. And I look over, she was like a cartoon character. Her hair was like stuck <laughs> all the way back. Her eyes were bugging out of her head and she just had the biggest smile on her face. And she goes, that was awesome <laughs> i think i said like i monica Moser, have written i did like That's a speech tight. yes yes and so literally when i because when you write about your college essay you kind of want to write about a weird specific memory and so out. i did that and i compared it to performing and how it's like a risk but it's worth it love it what yes. I was going to say is that the Titan was so high and it was so close mm-hmm. to the Cowboys stadium. I used to ride it with my little brother all the time. Cause he would, this is before cell phones guys. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're old. Um, Are you he would want to check the score of the game <laughs> and you could see the, oh. cause it's one of the biggest scoreboards in the nation. That's the big deal about the Cowboys stadium. I think it? so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, you could check the scores of whatever games were going on um, in the Cowboys Stadium. I remember one time I could see the Taylor Swift concert from uh, the the Titan. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so it's it is a cool stadium. It's a cool area. Um, yeah. But I've never been, and it's technically in Arlington, even That's though true. it's the Dallas we Cowboys give Stadium. Arlington credit. We should. Um, the other thing. I'm not sure if you have this in your football section, so stop me if you do. But sure. I pulled a cool... There's a fun fact. So I'm just going to read this because it was too uh, That's fine. much information for me to reiterate. So the play that the Panthers used to win the state championship game is called a hook and ladder pitch mm-hmm. to this blah, 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 blah. It's actually... They did this on purpose. It's an identical play used by the real-life underdog Boise State in their 2007, so that year... 
Fiesta Bowl upset of Oklahoma University. Boise State was in the same situation as the fictional Panthers under a minute to go in the game, ball near the midfield, having to score a touchdown and executed the play flawlessly. Only difference is that Boise's trick play only tied only tied the game. So they didn't win with the play, but it was mm. a similar thing. And that was from the 2007 Fiesta Bowl. So um, cool. I thought that was cool. They kind yeah, of did that awesome. homage um, to a big comeback like that. And that is what I have for you for reviewing the tape of the last episode of season one. Thank you, Carly. The end. <laughs> okay, guys, Alrighty. so we're going to go straight into the breakdown because I'm going to do Musician's Corner at the very end. And that is because, obviously, I mean, spoiler alert, Devil Town is the best song in this episode. And possibly but, in the world. And possibly the world. But the I want to play the scene at the end because so... Devil Town is originally by Bright Eyes, I was hoping you'd do but this. then Tony Luca covers it. And the version we play at the end of every episode is the Tony Luca version. But this version is an even different Tony Luca version of <laughs> Devil Town. So I want to get it right. <laughs> I'm glad that there are so many versions of such a wonderful song. And they're all delightful. Me too. I know. Just remix it up. All right. So we start with the pep rally, the outdoor pep rally that we wish we had. Yes. And Tyra asks Landry to go to state with her. Yeah, like yeah, sure. Will you no big you deal. go to state with me. Um, yeah, he plays it cool, of course. Yep. And then later we see his planning. Which don't worry, I pulled the time code. Good. <laughs> oh, I did too. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So we open, and in the first four minutes of the episode, we find out about Tammy, Tammy's pregnancy. Yes, I which mean I'm a, a saying lot happens before that but really just quickly. as a which we'll get into but just as a like fun fact that was before the five minute mark <laughs> yeah which i i want us to do tammy time then because i loved that scene yes yes and i marked that um so we find out right oh i meant to put this in correction corner but it's not a full correction um but we find out right right at the beginning that we're playing um doo-doo yes which <laughs> monica and i deliberated an episode or two ago we weren't sure we were like, are they playing doo-doo now? Or, and then we f- ended on the correct statement, which yes. was that if they were to win that game, they would be playing doo-doo at state, which is what they were talking about. Yeah. Um, and I loved the, I can't remember if this was later when they were doing interviews or right at the beginning, but the different responses to playing doo-doo. Uh, Jason is like, oh, it's always an honor to play other incredible players or whatever. And Smash yeah. is like, is it going to feel good to crush him? Yes. <laughs> and then Doodoo's like even more of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to smash him like a bug, like, like a, a flea. He's always I'm weird like, in press interviews. He's, he's like got I know, a he's weird. so scary. Scary Stupid swagger. Doo-doo. Yeah. Stupid doo-doo. He's just got like an angry stare. But we see a yeah. little bit of a nicer side of him. But it's still icky. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, And we also find out Buddy is still chasing after Lila. She's still pissed. Mm, um, yeah. But at the pep rally, he's uh, his not even focused on the Panthers, which is saying something. Yeah, true. He's just trying to get Lila back in Lila's good graces. Back on her laurels. Back on her laurels. <laughs> but yeah, the Tammy moment is at 3.54. That's how early it is. Yeah. And I put wow. Tammy's reaction is so sweet. So are you good to play that clip now or do you want to talk about anything else? No, no, let's go to it. Um, I just want to say the only person in the world I ever want to tell me that I'm pregnant is Smash's mom. Is Corinna. Corinna. 
It's amazing. And when she should, oh, okay. We'll yeah, we'll quick. listen. <laughs> you don't want us to hear. You don't want to hear us reenact it instead of. Actually yeah, we should just stop playing actors. clips and uh, just pull the scripts, and we'll do it. <laughs> and we'll do it like uh, threat level midnight style. <laughs> Table read, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, have a break. Come. On. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. How pregnant do you want to be? Is you extremely pregnant? <laughs> okay. But do you want to be pregnant, honey? Do I want to be? I don't. Do I want to be pregnant? I don't. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean that. I mean, did you plan this? I mean, we were planning it like 13 years ago, you know, and then 12 years ago, and then 11 years ago, and then 10 years ago. And we have our beautiful girl. We figured, well, that's what we have. And maybe that having another one once just went in God's plan, you know? Looks like God changed his mind. Love that. I mean, and I also love the little, the way that they revealed that sort of richness in story for Tammy and Eric without like hitting a hand, like a nail right on the head. It was just a really subtle way of revealing that they've like maybe struggled with having more kids after Julie um, oh. And that that was a journey for them, and I loved that the richness of that in her Me too. lines. Ugh, yeah, and I I think I might have already done this impression on here, so sorry guys, but do it again. It just makes me think of how sometimes older women actually can get pregnant more easily than like when you're in your thirties. Weirdly, yeah, before when you're like premenopausal, mm-hmm. you're susceptible. I and mean, it's Parks and Rec. It's <laughs> true. It's Parks and Rec when uh, he goes. Now I don't mean to be um, indelicate, but this is like a going out of business sale. <laughs> <laughs> it's like women of your age, you know, when she finds out she has triplets. Oh, she's going I love that storyline so much because you know, early in the show, um, there's an episode where they set uh, Anne sets Leslie Nope up with, um, with Will Arnett. Will Arnett, who she was married to at the time. Ugh. Right. R.I.P. to a big, big power couple fan of mine. But it's okay. They're happy. It's okay. Um, yes. But yeah, she goes on a date with Will Arnett and he's like a weird MRI tech and makes her go get in the MRI machine. And this is like season <laughs> one or two. It was season two. Yeah, it's early on. And he's like, wow, great oven. You could definitely go triplets <laughs> right out of the gates. <laughs> yeah. I know. I love that little continuity. Yes. And then he goes, he's like, there's another one and there's another one. And then he goes, oh, and there, oh, that's just a smudge. It's just triplets. <laughs> that, that whole s- scene is amazing. He's like, did you break your arm? And she goes, oh yeah, man, I can't believe you can see that. That was like three years ago. <laughs> uh, love it. But yeah, so Tammy is preggers, um, preggers, which creates tension for obvious reasons. Coach is about to yeah. leave. They haven't even decided what their family's going to do, if they're going to like split in half. Um, yeah. I know. And I love that they just add like, another wrench into this. Like this I is already too. such a hard decision. And then you're like, oh my gosh, like what are they going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. I Yeah. I, I like that they added it too. I don't think they had to, but I yeah. think it really adds to the complexity of their decision it makes for a lot of excitement about season two mm-hmm. and it's a pretty real issue i know i remember growing up a couple of women family friends that that happens to i remember them having kids when they're like 40 yeah um so it's definitely a real 
thing and um, an exciting plot line. And I love the yeah. way that Tammy responds. She just is like kind of laughing, like, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And then they can't but get it's... in the same room together. And I love that right. reality too during a. Yeah. He's like, go ahead. She's like, she's like, you know what? what? Never mind. Yeah. Um, and like when it rains, it pours. And that is so true in life. And yes. I thought this was the perfect level of like interesting, like TV drama, mm-hmm. but still grounded in reality. It wasn't too much. Um, and the fact that they Agreed. just like can't get in the same room together during this crazy weekend um, is so real. He was like, well, now I got to go get on this bus. And right. Um, and it wasn't, I like that they did it at the beginning of the episode. It's not like the big reveal. Tammy's yeah. pregnant. You know, it's yeah. like, this is under five minutes. We find this out and then we have to see the, um, you know, the follow up to it. That's yes. kind of the big climax. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I forgot something in my film section. I forgot well, my fave frame. We can, we can reopen. We can reopen. Okay. 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 Hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, emergency guys. Uh, uh, I'm cranking the tape. I'm cranking the tape back. <laughs> Roll it. Roll it. Roll it. Okay. We're going to review the tape once more. Here we go. Sorry guys, but this is important. Thank you, Mon. Okay, we could not escape our film section without my hashtag fave frame of the episode. And I loved it so much. It is at 38.05. They are in the hotel room and it's right after State and Tammy and Eric, they haven't even figured out their plans. They're just happy and loving on each other and they're kissing and it pans down for a second and her little bare feet are standing on his shoes. I'm literally going to cry talking about it because I love it so much. It's so intimate. It's so real. It's such a human thing. I also have like a weird obsession with shots in TV and women in their bare feet. Like one of my favorite (laughs) shots of all time is from the old parent trap when the mom is cooking in her bare feet in their like cobblestone kitchen. I don't, I just have a thing about it. Um, It's just like a really, really awesome storytelling method. I love I love hands and feet as storytelling. And it's why <laughs> I tell my my uh, videographers to watch Friday Night Lights before we shoot because it's literally that much of an influence on my work in the documentary style work that I do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I 3805, mean, we we'll post a picture of it. And she's she's like kind of on her tippy toes, but not really, but she's on, on his shoes in her bare feet um, on the carpet. And it was just adorable. We always talk about one of our favorite frames of the whole show of the office is Jan and Michael on the train yes. and it pants down to their feet and she's kicking her feet. Yep. Humans really connect with that shit. Yeah. Um, anyways, I loved it's that. Really could, connective. Could shit. not uh, escape our, our film section without going to that. No, we'll post of course a not. Thank you. Of course. I think now we should go back to talk about Landry. Yes. Yes. So here's Landry talking to Matt about his, you know, his plans. Okay. Well, what? The cocoa bean and the chocolate, among many other things, is known aphrodisiac. Point is, Tyra and yours truly are going to be driving in a car alone for four straight hours. I'm going to be playing some sexy Cruise Victorias, and we're going to be eating on these very fine, delicate, erotic chocolates. And this is this may be the single most defining moment in my life, so you may need to tell your grandma to take the damn bus. <laughs> Oh, I love it so much. Yeah, my note for that uh, 
that is just sexy crucifictorious plus erotic chocolates. <laughs> right. I mean, that's all you need for a good date, which exactly. I always was so confused by this. I thought like literally the chocolates had something in them, like amortentia or something. Like they, amortentia. <laughs> Y'all, that is a reference to a potion that they make in Harry Potter yes, and it is the, love the Half-Blood Prince. Yes. The love potion, the amortentia, mm-hmm. which smells like all of your favorite things to each individual yeah. person. But yeah, he's Did like dicing up the chocolate. We built our Harry Potter lives. What our, our amortentia smells like? Yeah. I'm sure we did. Yeah. Wait, what does yours smell like? I like gasoline. <laughs> I do really like the smell of gasoline, but it, yeah. no. It's Some not people that. do. It would probably oh, I have to think about this. We'll come back to it. Um, but it is confusing because he's like dicing up the chocolate, right. <laughs> which is kind of a weird thing to do because they're already bite-sized. Yeah. So they're just regular chocolate truffles. Right. He just thinks that they're going to really make her tingly, I guess. Well, they definitely make <laughs> Angela tingly. Yes. We see that happen. Um, which I love. But yes. Um, did you did you also notice his t-shirt? I don't want to get into the... F- I mean, we could do fashion, but we can do it later. Um, but he's wearing a Crucifictorious shirt. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I didn't notice. Um, so okay. he's really like repping Crucifictorious. He is ready to woo his lady. Yes. I would find he's this not to be afraid. A, yeah. I'd be like, this is a big opportunity too. Definitely oh, yeah. like road tripping together. You gotta, that's the bonding time. Lay on the germ. The germ. <laughs> but <laughs> as we know, his plans are spoiled, but we'll get there. Yes. So. Um, let's see. So, okay. So the football team gets there first. So we don't see everyone else driving quite yet. The football team arrives and I love the moment when they're in the locker room, seeing all their names. That was a really, really sweet moment. And again, another like, um, really unique to FNL, uh, documentary style moment. So you can see their mouse moving and the sound is pulled, which, there's lots of times on TV where the audio is pulled and they're playing music, but you don't often watch them talk to each other. That's very documentary style. That's true. To like see yeah. their mouths move in a TV show and not be hearing what they're saying. A lot of yeah. people would move away from that because it's straight documentary. Um, but I loved it. I thought it was sweet to just see them interacting with each other and being excited about their lockers and their names without yeah. really needing to hear what they're saying and letting the music sort of tell the story. I loved it. Yes. Yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes of the whole episode. And I wrote down like and the this beautiful montage with the with Snuffy Walden who created the theme song, but it actually wasn't explosions in the sky song. <laughs> They're easy it to wasn't. get confused with like Snuffy's composing or if it's like just, just like explosions in the sky song. Yeah. Interesting. I so wa- I loved them in the tunnel. I wish we had hovered on that shot a few more seconds. It was really quick. Um, them walking through the tunnel but then we get to see them walk out on the field and then more importantly coach's beans get spilled Mm -hmm. and then i walked through the lincoln tunnel (laughs) how do you feel about the spilled beans the spilled beans yeah i i wrote down i whispered damn damn (laughs) (laughs) i know it is kind of uh it's a big reveal yeah and Tim yeah. is like the all the players are like standing right there, and only yeah. at this point Matt knows. Oh, we didn't talk about Coach confronting Julie about telling Matt. I liked that moment. 
Yes, that was great. That was my first, the first time that we've had Julie sass that I actually loved when she was like, you know what? Yeah. It's not my problem. I was right, like, it sorry. kind of isn't her problem. Yeah, I know. It's like, I'm, I'm asking my a lot of sorry. her. Yeah. And they shouldn't have told her. She's 16. No. That's too much to ask of her relationship to right. like act normal around your partner at the age of 16, yeah. knowing that. I thought that was silly. So I'm kind of, on, I was on Julie's side and I loved her little it's not my problem. <laughs> right. And she didn't even, I feel like she didn't even tell him until it was official. Like she didn't even spill the she, beans before. That's true. Yeah. She waited you know? until they she came waited. into her room and were like, I took the job. Yeah. Um, I, I would have done the same thing and I'm 26. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and I liked, um, I actually liked that they found out though, because there's this tension yeah. hanging over us. And I liked that it made the state moment so much sweeter because they all know that he's leaving and, but they could just live in that moment and be happy. And then they're yep. like, it's, it's, it's that moment of nothing else matters. Even the fact that my head coach is leaving next year, like we're just yes. going to play this game no matter what's happening. And, and I so. loved um, Smash's line when the players are kind of talking to each other about it and they're like, fuck mm-hmm. him. Um, and some of the older, more senior players, or that's a confusing word to use. Some of the older players, they're juniors. <laughs> um <laughs> are kind of like, hey, you know, this, he earned, this is his dream. Like he's a coach, he's a professional coach. Like you climb the ladder. Um, But Smash is kind of like, um, you know what, this, he earned it. That's his deal. Like, forget about coach. This is our game. This is up to us. Yeah. Um, And I liked that Smash was kind of stepping up to take leadership of the team. Um, I kind of wish it had been Matt, but Matt's not like emotionally there yet. Right. Well, because I think they all reacted pretty realistically. Like, like you said, like Smash and Jason are like, guys, like, don't be babies. Like, he's going to take this opportunity. And And then Matt is Tim Tim just doesn't really care. And then Matt is butthurt. And I was thinking about I was like, is he being a little dramatic? But I was like, he sees him as a father figure. You know, this is like his dad leaving. So. Yeah. And he's already it's, had it's one dad leave multiple times. Yes, right. It's double so whammy I, for yeah, Matt. I did feel for him. Yeah. But um, then we see Coach kind of spinning his wheels. Mm-hmm. He cannot quite get people back on his side, and he's not saying the right things. Um, and I think this is kind of one of those times where we see what Coach is like without Tammy as his foundation and his support, even mm-hmm. when she's not there or in the room or whatever. Um, yeah, true. This is a decision he knows she's not fully on board with, and it's just not a solid thing. He doesn't have Tammy in his corner right now. And this is yeah. what coach is like without her. He's not saying the right things. <laughs> and I loved, ah, why didn't I pull the time code? I have a generic one or maybe you have it, but I'd love if we played his um, code. Do we have coaches speech in front of the, Oh no, wait, I do have the time code. Just kidding. Um, but I want to play the scene right before it too. So let me rephrase how I want to say this. Um, okay. Yeah. So, and coach is just not saying the right things. Like, so when buddy goes up to him, coach just reacts and is like, you know what? I made the call. I'm sorry, but like, you guys weren't there for me. You kept saying you're going to fire me after every game, blah, blah, blah. And then buddy just goes, Hey, I was just going to come up and say how much I value your friendship. Yeah. And you're kind of like, damn, I know, but it was so sweet. 
and so realistic because you think Buddy's going to give him shit too. Yeah, like you're you expecting do. that. And then you're like, oh, he was actually going to be sweet for once. Yeah. <laughs> and like we know Buddy's hurting and like reevaluating his life and he was just going to yeah. come be sweet. And then right after that, we see Buddy intro Eric. And uh, yeah, I have it at 1920 if we want to listen to Buddy and Eric right before. And then it cuts right to the speeches if we want to do both. Perfect. Um, and then Eric stands up in front of everyone and like does not, we know he can deliver a speech and like get everyone excited. He does not. He like kind of says the wrong thing. He has a little, a fun little Trump moment when he goes, oh, you know, I, I hate wait. the media. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then everyone doesn't know what to do afterwards. They like barely clap. clap. So we can, yeah. we can play that. So yes, I did put my career ahead of Panther football. Eric, I just came by to tell you how much I'm going to miss you. You're a fine football coach. That's what I came to tell you. Now, everybody, it's my pleasure to introduce the man who has taken this team to state this year. His first year as the head coach of the Dillon Panthers, my friend, Eric Taylor. He's about to cry. I know. I'm going to cut through the crowd. I believe I know what y'all are thinking right now. Y'all are thinking Coach is a bastard for taking this job. I would say to that, that y'all have dreams. A lot of you have dreams to play college ball, pro ball. There's nothing more important to me than to help you achieve those dreams. I promise you that. I have dreams too. It's long been a dream of mine coach at Division I school like TMU. Whatever it is you're feeling, I don't blame you. It is all pretty raw. You may not accept it now, but I pray one day you will. I don't like the press. I never <laughs> have. Should have been done different. I apologize, it wasn't. Matt leaves. Oh, yeah, Matt leaves. And people are mm-hmm. kind of, like, confused, clap. They're like, uh... Yeah, they're like, uh, yay. And then Buddy steps in, luckily, and is like, let's go to... Let's win state, and gets people yeah. pumped. So Buddy's kind of <laughs> holding the team. But his speech was kind of awkward and aggressive. He was just like, um... Not very emotional. It wasn't done right. Yeah, and he just doesn't really seem that sad. He's very defensive. Or, he's not like yeah, apologetic, and um, yeah, I think we're just seeing what it's like when when we don't have full Tammy buy-in. True, that's true. Um, and so yeah, he's spinning his wheels a little bit, and then then we get the smash and doo doo moment. We do, yeah. Which so I love like, smashes honorable. Our yeah, smashes honorable line when he's like trash talking before the game is seen as a sign of weakness. Yeah, I'm a panther. I'm a panther. And we know he's also a man of God. He is. Pius Charles. Pius Charles. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. I made y'all, that joke in, the, a, in an episode, um, and I don't think y'all heard me, so I'm saying I it. did not because I love that. <laughs> okay, he is now dubbed Pius Charles. Um, yes. If you haven't listened to our 
I don't know. We said it before. But he has a doctorate in some sort of cool religious studies thing. Yes. And is ordained, I believe. He's very pious. Pious Charles. Very pious. So I think Um, we should talk about Lila and Tyra next. And we can also do fashion. I think we need to get to the car ride. Because I have a lot of notes about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When it pans to Lorraine and she has chocolate all over her face. I know. (laughs) Mighty nice. Have y'all got room for me? Hey, Lorraine. My Lord. Is that Tyra? Sure is. Oh, did you bring the booze? (laughs) (laughs) I love that Lorraine loves Tyra. She's like, yes, party time. Yes, let's get it. So, okay, but we forgot to mention my favorite moment when Landry goes to pick up Tyra, his lady, love, and then finds out that her whole family is coming because she got extra tickets. She's like, sorry, mom and sis are coming. And then we meet, um, well, we've seen Mendy, but we haven't heard her talk yet. She got yeah, her first. I don't feel like we have. Like she, she was like, "You're so drunk at the party to her mom and stuff." So she just had like little bits in there. Yeah. But yeah, I pulled this little tiny clip. Hey, Mindy, how's the stripping going? Mama, let's go. Our ads here. <laughs> <laughs> how's the stripping going? How's so the stripping going? Mindy, Stacy Oristano, who we love uh, from a number of shows, but particularly Gilmore Guys. Yes. So, so let's play. Landry's let's play them driving. in the car. Yeah, oh, ladies driving a car full of ladies, and it's the best yes. thing in the world. And it's the best thing in the world. Here we go. <laughs> Which this can be part of my musician's corner. This is Lady Marmalade, Patty Labelle. I've had it stuck in my head all week. If, in case you didn't know this very popular song, <laughs> if you've never heard it. It's like, oh. I think it's safer if we just, if we just keep the radio <laughs> off. I think we're just doing a little detour really... into the no fun zone. Shoot, we're going to have to stop. I forgot Tampax. Oh. Anyone okay, I want to talk about this. Oh, yes. I had my last hot flash in 1990. <laughs> 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 oh, wait a minute. Did anybody fart? Who is that? Is that Lila Garrity? Wait, Lila Garrity? Daughter of the car king, you know, stranded. Daughter of the car king. Yes. Why would that open up right now? What's going on? I got to stop. It's a Christian thing to do. You've got to be kidding me right now. No. You know what that is? You okay? Yeah. Hey, cheating to your little bitch, you want to ride? Oh, shit. You want to ride? Okay, that doesn't sound very Christian either. Why are y'all laughing? But you know, let's just keep going. Let's just drive. I'm not going to just drive away and leave her here. Why not? I don't. I can. Oh, man. Oh, because of the Christian thing. Yeah. So sweet. Well, Would you please you just get out me? and talk to her? Why don't you check on her? Well, she needs help, sweetheart. You go on. I hate all of you. You go on. This, no, this is where Lorraine like <laughs> has chocolate. All of you. Garrity, get in the damn oh, yes. thank you. Garrity, you know what? Can I ask you something, Tyra? Fire away. Why do you hate me so much? Oh, I don't know. That's easy. Maybe the fact that your dad slept with my mom and then tried to pay her off with $700 or the fact that you slept with my boyfriend. How about that? You know that? what? Oh, my parents points. are getting a divorce. So oh, you weren't yes. the only one that was hurt by that, okay? And you've been flirting with Jason ever since freshman That's what year. I do. That is who I am. Less Everyone valid. knows that. I wasn't yes. going to do him. And the thing that happened with Riggins, you guys were already broken up. Are you kidding me? You know, I heard that you and Jason Street were having problems. Maybe I should go sleep with him. Mm. I'm sorry. Not accepted. 
You know what? You're a bitch. Yeah, you know what? I am. But I don't accept it because you didn't mean it. You have no idea how that felt. Actually, you'll be glad to know I know exactly how that felt. Hashtag Susie. Mm-hmm. And then Tyra's like, we got French fries. You know, you can ride with us. I love I a good oh, that was girls kind of that have Texas. been feuding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fast food. Um, okay, so a lot to unpack here. I love every second of that entire yes. clip. Yep, um, yep. Okay, I want to start with Tampaxes. Yes. No woman calls them Tampax. No, no. No woman, even on TV, calls them Tampaxes. She's like, I forgot Tampaxes in the plural. I didn't even realize that. But if, you're so right. Be, yeah. No, I thought she said tampons. She, oh, replay it because okay. I know she says tampons. <laughs> Y'all, this is a classic Monica and Carly showdown. <laughs> <laughs> Who will be right? Okay, okay. I think safer if we just we just keep the radio <laughs> off. Really, about, I think we just took a little bit more into the no fun zone. Shoot, we're gonna have to stop. I forgot tampons. Oh. Does anyone have? You're one? right. I, I know tampons. This is so weird. They don't even say tampons on the box. I don't know why. I like every once in a while you hear oh, so, like in TV well, or maybe is like a, an older. It's the brand. Is a brand, yeah, right. But and, and also like Kleenex, everyone uses no one, Playtex. They don't use right, tampons. and no one calls it Playtex or Tampax. We all no. call them tampons. Just Carly, for the what whole I was like, do you have a Playtex Sport? <laughs> <laughs> uh, super Playtex Sport, please. A super Playtex Sport. We um, can we can cross out Mega, I believe. I've never bought Mega. Yeah, <laughs> I love a good medium slash super combo pack. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was was like Angela. Yeah. Um. Also love that Angela's eating all of Landry's chocolate. That was my favorite. Yes. And she's love doing that. it in such a gross way. Landry's like, oh my God. She's like, sorry, y'all, I'm hogging all the chocolate. I'm a little premenstrual. Also, That's what she says. Right. And also, would she still be getting her period? Yeah. Yeah. I think you can get your period through, or like menopause is like 55 to 65. Oh, true. She's probably just under that. Or or if you get it early, like 50 and yeah. Angela is probably only in her 40s. Like, yeah, true. Lorraine, on the but, other hand, is correct. <laughs> she should not have had her. her she does not her, need tampons. Yeah. <laughs> but she's not I been love on the good... rag in a while. That's my right. least favorite uh, Ew, that's period so like euphemism. Are you on the rag? Oh my gosh. Did, have, did you hear the armchair expert where they talk about, um, I think it's with Zach Braff, and they're talking about how tampon commercials, they're like, Honey, you just got blood all over the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like if they were like bad infomercials. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, okay, so the, we see the uh, we see Lila on the side of the road. So she had traded in her car at Buddy's. She went to like yes. the other dealer. And I loved the moment when she, right before her car breaks down, when she's having her like power moment in her car by herself she's singing um yes. she's like fuck yeah i just stuck it to my dad um but then yeah her shit car i'll get a look down. at y'all got a little glimpse into me going to work every day yeah literally me every day but it's um driver's license by olivia rodrigo but <laughs> i this <laughs> this is me splicing in um musician's corner so that song is called walk over me by dirty blonde 
that she's jamming to. And I loved it. It felt like a Michelle Branch or totally. like something like that, where it's just yes. like, you're a little too late. Too late. You're a little <laughs> bit too late. Um, loved that. Loved seeing Lila kind of get her mojo back, but then yeah. her car breaks down. But I'm glad we finally have Lila and Tyra sort of like hash it out. Me too. I love a good fueling girl mm-hmm. coming back together moment. They're having their their eighth grade coach bus moment. Exactly. And yeah. nothing brings women together like uh, the horrible Hating men that cheat on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, although, I mean, these women also did a little bit of cheating. But um, mm-hmm. And then they climb in the car and we're even a bigger girls club. <laughs> yes. I love it. I loved it so much. What a fun part of the episode. Yes. So should we talk about the Tammy reveal to Eric? Should we play that? Um, yes. Or is there anything else before? Okay. So I loved when, first of all, just doing a little more Tammy time. I love when she said, um, I couldn't do the whole buddy Garrity of it all. Yes, I wrote that down in my, <laughs> I, my first Tammy note was the buddy Garrity of it all, which yeah. is a phrase I what like phrase. to now use every day. Same. Um, so yeah, she like missed the dinner, the whatever. They just could not get in the same room. Uh, they're in the hotel room. They go to the balcony. Um, we see a little Austin. We do skyline, and then we and get one of my favorite scenes of Friday Night Lights. Yep, same. Here we go. You all right, babe? Mm-hmm. All right. I saw that news came out. Hell, I tried talking to those kids. Kids don't understand. You're a good man, babe. Honey, I gotta tell you something that I've been needing to tell you all day, and I just haven't haven't been able to. And it's the worst, it's the worst timing, and I'm sorry about that. And we haven't talked about this in a long time, and I just don't know how you're even gonna take it. What did you say? I said I'm pregnant. You're pregnant? Yeah. You're pregnant like you're going to have a baby pregnant. <laughs> Look me in the eye and tell me that. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're going to have a baby, honey. You look a little peaked. <laughs> Come here. Oh. Oh. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, how much perfect Eric Taylor do they expect us to handle? I know. Well, and it's so sweet. It reminds me of whenever my dad thinks something's really sweet or cute, where a girl would be like, oh, or like cry, he just Mm -hmm. starts laughing. And that's exactly what he's doing. So he's just like, so happy and emotional, but he's just like cracking up and it's, it's so sweet. That's really sweet. Yes. I loved his reaction. I love just the, 
the craziness of it, uh, the Buddy Garrity of it all. But, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the chaos that they're um, sort of going through right now and, and just laughing at it and being joyful in the midst of that. And uh, it's there's so just good. there's not even that much to say about it. It's just such a beautiful, sweet little moment. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. Mm. And we don't get a lot of follow up. We we still don't. But what it does what it does do, I think, is that like all the I mean, we know that he's taken the job, but mm-hmm. because there's not full buy-in from the family and like it just seems weird. Like I think there's still uncertainty, like, especially with we know it's the end of a season. We're like, is he gonna go? Um, and so I think that question is sort of looming in the mind, at least of the viewer, like plot wise, we're like, is he going to take it? Um, and with this news, we watched the rest of the episode kind of like that. And I like that added air of mystique. And I think the players maybe would like Matt maybe would hang in the same way he's reacting childishly, like as if he's his daddy's like, maybe if we win state, he'll stay. Like, Mm -hmm. I think a lot, people have a lot of questions and, uh, including the viewer, and it's kind of a fun way to watch the rest of the episode. Totally. So, as the, the game, game is starting, I'm going to do a little monsplaining. Yeah, we had a lot of football here. So, you mentioned the hook and ladder um, pass or play, um, which helped them win the game. But, and I'll dive into the technical side of that. But before I do that. There was just a quick little tidbit that I thought I would share if you didn't know. Um, you know, the first half of the game, they're not doing super hot and um, they're fumbling the ball and they're um, having turnovers. So bagel on the scoreboard. What? Elbow zero. Bagels on the scoreboard. <laughs> bagels on the scoreboard. I never heard that. And he says something about like, oh, it's picked off. And picked off is just another word for interception. So if there's a turnover to the other game. But that's just like another little phrase to Fun use fact. around your friends. You can feel cool. <laughs> Football terminology. Yeah. But the hook and ladder, um, it's the hook and lateral, but um, oh. they call it the hook and ladder play because it has a hook um, and a lateral pass. Yeah, I was so, confused because coach looked at Matt and was like, run, you run it, you run it. And I thought that Matt was going to win the game. So I was like confused mm-hmm. by the play that well, the quarterback's always going to run the play or but I thought that he was looking at him saying like you run the ball you run the ball and that he was going to call no. back to like how he had won the game in the pilot and stuff mm. but um, no I he's just telling him so <laughs> Matt was saying like I think this play will work so he's like you run that play like I have confidence in you oh, running that play okay yeah so the hook and lateral it starts with the hook which is where a wide receiver runs a predetermined distance usually 10 yards down the field and this was smash um and along the sideline and hooks in towards the center of the field to receive a forward pass from the quarterback, Matt. Another offensive player, which I believe was Tim. Probably. No, no, no. Well, it, sorry, um, I messed that up. So Tim was the one that received the pass first. Um, so another offensive player, Smash, usually the wide receiver, um, but this time it was the running back, tailback, times a run so that he is at full speed just behind the player with the ball at the time of the catch. As the defenders close in on the stationary ball carrier so this was tim and he gets tackled you notice that then yeah. he laterals the pass um basically handing the ball off in a short pass back to smash and then he runs and scores so it's a trick to you know kind of 
draw the defenders into one receiver when really the other receiver is going to win the game. So, yeah. So that was a cool play. And like you said, it was based off that Boise state game. Um, and, but on a personal note, it reminded me of, so Carly and I went to a school where we had a, he was principal and then he just kind of became like director of students. He was basically like Alba's Dumbledore, um, yep. Dennis Fleming. Yes. And oh. He just loved every student and was just knew everything about them. And he was one of those people that like so unique resonates in the community, like beloved by yes, all beloved. students and parents. Uh, I, ugh, Monica and I, yes. we, he loved Monica and I, he would tease us every morning in the library. Um, yep. And he, he had, had his, this you know, booming thick voice. Irish, yeah. Irish Brooklyn accent. And, you know, I'd have my phone out and I would just see him coming and I'm like, I could feel him conjuring a joke. And he'd be like, it's not your phone for all the, you know, the, your boyfriends. You have them yes, all Yes, he was phone. always I'm like, like oh, yeah. <laughs> he always joked with Monica and I like, are you just texting all your boyfriends? And Monica and I were yeah. so nerdy. We were like, not <laughs> the, we like, were so single. <laughs> yeah, we did not have any boys texting us in high school. No, no. But he thought we would have, should We're have. hot shit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. which was sweet. And he, so, and it was so eerie. He passed away the way that he kind of predicted. So we had a big um, rivalry that was called the battle of Brian Irvin with, um, the other private school. And he always said, he's going to die of a heart attack after we beat country day <laughs> in the battle of Brian Irvin. And so that's exactly what happened. And that he happened. passed away on, on Halloween. Yeah. And, and it so was kind of every sad. Halloween. I mean, he was all, older. Um, yeah, but it was kind of sudden and it definitely like yeah. really, uh, affected our school. And he used to announce all way. of our football games. Yes. In a yeah. Really he was our slam and Sammy yeah. meet. He was. And, he, yeah. And when you, when we came to school that Monday, you could hear like a pin drop, like they called an emergency yeah. assembly and it was a big deal, but we, that was the year that we won our little conference game yeah. and we all wore DF st- stickers on our shirts for Dennis Fleming. And it reminded me of smash going in and just like fighting off those defenders and just like working so hard. To, this is what I was crying. It reminded me of, um, our, this guy from our school, uh, Jackson that, um, he, I still remember we were like screaming DF, DF, and he was like pushing so hard through all the defenders and he scored and we won and we oh, all rushed awesome. the field. And I don't it was remember a big that final play. Yeah. And so it just reminded me of that. And yeah, Smash just like his determination and yes. it's just so palpable. And that's, that was, oh, it was such an amazing. Yes. Amazing and I scene. loved like right as he's getting close to the end zone, you can see his eyes looking and he just reaches out the ball as yes. far as he can um before he he knows he's about to get tackled and he's just going to stretch out his arm as far as he can and uh such powerful moment just like and pure then will julie hugging matt's mom was so cute yes. right after that um but yes, which yeah, I'm gonna... i thought all the gameplay was really really good although i did see some critiquing online that it was not mm. great but I didn't notice anything. It's a TV show. (laughs) Apparently Um, there was one shot where you can see that the player's number is 36 and running the ball and then it cuts and he's like farther down the field and it's a different player's number. mm. That's kind of stuff just really doesn't... That you're looking for. Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I've seen this show so many times I've never noticed that. Yes. And like, I'm a big... Like, I always look for continuity errors and stuff, but if yeah. it doesn't affect the storytelling, I don't care. I and as long as it's not like a repetitive, sloppy thing, 
Right. Then right. who cares? I then I really cares? enjoyed watching the the game, the amount of yeah. game that they had in this episode. And the other part that I cried was when Coach gave the speech, and it shows yes. all the families in the stands, and it's another kind of documentary moment. And yeah. I was like, oh my god! And that's it's the moment that we always talk about why you can always love the show, even if you don't love football or are from Texas. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the thing that you love and who you're doing it for. And that's yeah. exactly what it showed. Do we want to listen to his speech? Okay. When Jason street went down the first game of the season, everybody wrote us off everybody. And yet here we are at the championship game. 40,000 people out there have also written us off. There are a few out there who do still believe in you. If you'll never give up on you. You go back out on the field, those are the people I want in your minds. Shows Bo. Those are the people I I want in your hearts. Tim gave them really good seeds. I know. Every man at some point in his life is going to lose a battle. He's going to fight and he's going to lose. But what makes him a man is that in the midst of that battle, he does not lose himself. This game is not over. This battle is not over. So let's hear it one more time. Together. Clear eyes, full hearts. Let's go. I'm crying. Oh my God, that's so good. I just, I love, I mean, I love all of his speeches, but this one is just such a perfect summation of their season. And also it's just, you know, I'm going to get sappy for a second. Sappy Please. alert, no bit zone. But it's just an important, it's a reason why we love this show. It's a reason why TV matters. You can learn lessons. You can be inspired. You can carry something that you hear or are inspired by from a TV show into the rest of your life. And we have all for 365 days now talked about how shitty this year has been. Like literally the entire world is in a battle that is not over. And you can carry these things and this inspiration and this drive and motivation into whatever you're battling or facing and be reminded not just of like what it takes to be a man but like what it takes to be a human and about not losing yourself and about finishing something and I think that Mm -hmm. we're all here at the standing at the end of something and it's hard to finish like the vaccines are coming slowly life is exhausting it's the dead of winter and we all have high hopes for this year and not everything is about the pandemic but like whatever you're battling these are really awesome lessons and it's why this show matters why writing matters and music matters um because you can carry this sentiment and this inspiration and drive into you know finishing strong finishing the last few months of isolation and the pandemic and having a good year whatever it turns out to be so i just loved watching this at this moment as i do all awesome tv at any moment (laughs) yeah but it matters it does yeah no I didn't think about that I think it was extra timely for us to watch this and be like yeah that finish line is yeah is far out and 
you know, and yeah, like you said, not everything is about the pandemic, but it's, it's affecting a lot of our lives and (laughs) it's almost been a full year of this. And so, yeah. yeah, And just the part, just thinking about there's thousands of people that don't believe in you, but who does and like do it for them, whatever, whatever, whatever your passion is, your purpose. Yeah. And that's why we, that's why silly things like this podcast or whatever are important. And yeah bringing yourself joy and watching an awesome episode of TV matters yes. and listening to an awesome episode of a podcast of TX forever matters. matters. <laughs> but yeah, I loved the end of this game and seeing all of our Dylan families hugging each other. And although yes. you notice that, Oh, we haven't done fashion. We've kind of woven it in, but <sighs> fashion, yes. Tyra and fashion. Landry were not in Panther gear. I guess they're That's like true. anti, not anti football, but they're not the football. But they're a little punky. Fans. And I they didn't even throw on a t shirt. I absolutely loved when it pans up the stadium <laughs> and it shows them in the nosebleeds. And Ryan Landry's walking down with concessions. Like he got I all his ladies' it. nachos. Yes. And, and Tyra's like, yeah, I got connections. Like these are great seats. <laughs> so funny. And um, speaking of fashion, she she wears a shirt when there's kind of the follow-up with Lila with her, she's like, you want to ride home together? And she's like, sure. yeah, Tyra is wearing a total Lorelai shirt. It's like a fitted tee Ooh. with like a weird snake on it. And I'm oh, like, I, I know swear I've seen about. that. Yeah. Yes. And the thing that was cool in the early aughts, which is yes. a phrase I heard that I uh, hate, but I did want to try to use it. You just heard it. <laughs> or I just like real- realized that people say that they're referring it, to the early 2000s. I know it is a little weird. It's weird. But um, I say it. Yeah. Uh, welcome thank you <laughs> where you'd wear like a teeny tiny t-shirt and then like a colored cami underneath that would come farther <laughs> down than the t-shirt yeah. <laughs> she was rocking that look <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the scene that we played with lila and tyra you see those flare jeans those oh yeah low-rise flare jeans they're still oh there. this is a big debate right now so mm, okay i'm gonna sound please. super fucking old but i watched some i read an article that with videos from TikTok in it. Oh, yes. That apparently, according to TikTok and Gen Z, uh, skinny jeans are out and that millennials are like total <sighs> dweebs and that they they were like just a whole series of TikTok videos of girls making fun of uh, millennial women dating, dating themselves for wearing skinny <laughs> jeans. Um, and they're like, never, ever, ever, like I would rather die or there were all these would you rathers and they're like oh then wear skinny jeans and they're so and they're like every time i see a millennial girl in skinny jeans i what i don't know but then what? there were some millennial girls kind of coming back at them and they're like yo we survived the low rise boot cut phase where it was cool yeah. to like literally vag out like it there was a <laughs> literal trend where it was cool for you to have pubes sticking out of the top of your jeans Ew, do you remember what? that oh my gosh no. yes yes that was a, yeah, it was in the magazines. And remember, like, early 2000s, like, Britney Spears times, their jeans would be, like, an inch of crotch I know, material. but the hair sticking out? Yeah, that was a thing. No. I'm going to, so we're going to have to fact check that. That's Look so it gross. It was a trend. Anyways, Ugh. and, like, where the, your jeans were so wide at the bottom that you could never even see your shoes like 
I remember when skinny jeans you could never and leggings. Once see a shoe. I I know it bothered me. I, I know, like I to be able to see shoes. Um, I know. And I roll I rem- my jeans. They're skinny and they're high waisted, and I'm never going to change. Yeah, you I'm stupid sorry. TikTokers. They're super flattering for a lot of girls' bodies, and. Yep. I remember when they started becoming a thing, skinny jeans and leggings, and we were, it was like skinny jeans and boots. Remember, it was like middle school. And everyone was yeah. so relieved because they're so flattering. So leave us mm. alone. I'm, yeah. I like mom jeans. I do. But skinny jeans will always be cute. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I will always wear them. <laughs> okay. And that's been it. the fashion report. And that's been the fashion report. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to play the Tammy and Eric follow-up and then yes I want to play the last scene as well um because this will have um the Tony Luca devil town and I think we've talked about him before but just to recap um I just loved learning that he is he was in the Mickey Mouse Club oh my gosh yeah him and everyone else who was is important in this world Exactly. And he also, um, he has toured with my favorite artist, Sarah Bareilles. So we love that. Love. Yeah. And he finished in third place on the second season in 2012 of The Voice. So, oh, wow. Tony. I know. So here is, and I wrote that down. I put um, Tammy standing on top of Coach's shoes. So I love yes. that that was your fave frame. So here is them. Um, debriefing and then we will show the devil town parade so now i want to talk to you about something hold that this little one has got me thinking about all kinds of different things i love here. Said this little one. one i know there's more important things in football there are more important things in tmu there's nothing more important to me than you and this family. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to stay in Dillon. I'm going to be a father to this baby and to this family. I'm going to coach high school football, and you and I are going to stay together. And that's the way it is. Yes? No. What do you mean, no? <laughs> You've got to go to no. Austin. This is this is your dream. You've, that's what I'm telling you. you. That's what I'm telling you, though. You are my dream. dream. This you... baby is my dream. Julie is our dream. I'm living my dream right no. now. I'm not going to separate Honey, what we have. You know what? All right, what? what? Say, can you just listen to me? I am listening. That's why I, I don't want to be responsible, nor do I want to have this baby be responsible for you not living out your dream. And that's what and I'm saying. You are you. my dream. I have walked with you all these years to get to this place. You and I together. And you know what else we've been doing together? We've been allowing the space to create our dreams, you know? And and you've got it. You're, you've, you've got it in Austin, and I've got it here in Dillon. I've finally, I've finally got this job. And Julie has a big life here in Dillon. And it's going to be hard. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I know that our relationship means that we can do it. So what's going on? I was living uh, in a devil town I didn't know it was a devil town Oh, Lord, it really brings me down About the devil town And all my friends were vampires 
The Jason Lila look. Yeah, that was sweet. And Bo. Oh, Bo. I was living in the devil town. Didn't know it was a devil town. Oh, Lord, brings me down about the devil town. Just mm. a lovely way to end episode to celebrate state to revisit all of our characters and where they're at to to see the town Ugh, it's perfect it's perfect and i love i mean it does what the show does best um i mean obviously the writing's amazing but we're just talking about the documentary thing where we're seeing all these conclusions in mm-hmm. their faces we're not hearing anything we're right. seeing you know lila look pissed at jason and her kind of him kind of giving her a look like yeah sorry but in her, like, having her power back. Yeah, I love that. And then we start to see Bo bonding with Billy a little bit. Yes. Um, but then Bo getting to be with the football players. And then... Oh, his dream come true. <sighs> Literal dream come true. And then we see Matt um, smiling so big at Lorraine. And she's just jumping up and down. Oh, she's so proud so of him. And yeah. they did it. They did yeah. it. We won, guys. We won state. <laughs> we... Carly and I, we won. Monica and I, we won state. We did the footballs and we won. We did them. Yeah. We got them all in the We should get uh, ourselves champion rings. (laughs) (laughs) What if we did? And we wrote season one on. (laughs) Okay. Well, guys, we want to do merch eventually because Carly did. We do want to do merch. She did awesome mock ups for the final artwork. And there was one that I really love that I want, like, on a tank. And then yeah. we should make rings, too. That would be amazing. That would be hilarious. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes, season two. Maybe look for some merch. That would be yeah. dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those are all my notes. Same. Wow. Well, well, well. What a what season a it's episode. been. Yeah. Fam, Panther Pride, we love you guys. Thanks for sticking with us this season. We're so excited to have one state we're so excited uh we've covered a lot of ground we we started this season with jason's injury if you can believe it and then in the middle of the season we had my injury (laughs) (laughs) it's Um, it's been a long journey already i'm back to walking jason's not yet that's kind of embarrassing for him (laughs) just yeah i mean let's talk about like well, and even the technological side, like we were recording clips on like voice memo and like holding it up to the microphone. A lot has changed. Yeah. A lot has changed. Um, <laughs> we want to thank Carly's brother, Grant. Yes, who has been our Wobby amazing. Wobby. Yes. Um, and helping this show sound as good as it does. And, and for obsessing over every little thing like he does. He's yes. just great at what he does and Y'all, he doesn't even watch this show, but he listens to every, he's a champ and <laughs> so we love sweet. him. We do. 
even though he won't let us put him on the Instagram. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And thank y'all for being on this journey with us. It's thanks for giving us plans during the pandemic. I mean, yes, that's been excellent. I get to hang out with people virtually and it's great. We've got people to talk to. We've got people that, you know, know a lot about us now, which is fun. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And pay attention to our Instagram story. We're going to ask some questions. You know, we want to hear about you know, how we can make this show better for y'all yes. We're doing this for the fans, you know? So, yes. so give follow us, all us the on, on Instagram at TX, TX forever pod, Facebook, Twitter. Um, we have a lot of really exciting stuff for you guys. This is yeah. obviously not the end. This is, but the beginning yes. and we have something really exciting to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a new TX talk with a yes. cast member um, coming out soon and we can't wait to share it with you guys. We're going to share it cause we're going to take a little break in between seasons. So we're going to share, um, a super, super exciting TX talk in the meantime, before we come back for season two. Yeah. Yes. And you can follow us personally at Monica Moser and at cool.cactus.media. And wait, we yeah, have to we'll raise this episode. You. I know. I know. Oh, (laughs) I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Um, I'm giving this 10 out of 10. I feel like I've said everything that I need to say. This, this episode embodies why this show is so great. And yeah, it just gives an extra pull with everything that we're going through, um, to watch this and yeah, I can't wait for season two, 10 out of 10. I don't know why these have been hard lately it's because you're not creative yeah <laughs> wow that's like the worst thing you could ever tell me <laughs> her literal job and talent is creative, is creative. <laughs> i will Hello. give this 10 out of 10 chocolates all over lorraine's face <laughs> all over lorraine's face faces um yes also 10 out of 10 this is why we love the show. This is why we do a podcast for it. We want to keep this show alive. We love this fandom. We love all the people who listen, like listen to our show, but all the people who watch the show, um, our Panther pride. Yeah. Uh, we just love this community and this episode was beautiful. It had all the things that I obsess over in this show, those little storytelling moments like Tammy on her, on Eric's toes and, um, Everyone at the end of the Panther Parade had awesome music, hilarious combinations of characters, great, inspiring football and halftime speeches. It had all the goods. So um, I loved it. I can't wait for what for everything that this episode and this season set up. I can't wait for pregnant Tam Tam. We just have so much to share with you guys. But yeah. 10 out of 10, I was going to say erotic chocolates, but I'm going to change it real quick. Um, 10 out of 10, Tammy and Eric's little ones. Oh, sweet. I love a sentimental one. Um, Which I think um, Brock wins for the best guest one. He said 10 out of, or 10 out of 10 um, bipolar uh, hall passes. Oh, yes. I loved that. <laughs> it's amazing. Season, uh, a season fave yes 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 rating yeah guys and that's it that's the ball game we'll see y'all in in the the summer 
Yeah. We're Congrats heading, on we're state the summer in Dillon. Yeah. Yes. Great job, guys. You killed it. <laughs> you killed it. We carried us all the way to state. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can't wait to see Buddy freaking out about this win for many episodes oh, to from, come. For many years to come. Yeah. All right. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Bye. See you next year. Well, see you in a couple See you next season. Yeah. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town.